So today's podcast is a little bit all over the place, but in the middle, we're going to focus on on grief. And I hope this is one of those episodes that you can come back to or maybe share with someone when you're grieving the loss of a person, the loss of uh, a job, an idea, whatever your loss may be. My mom kind of opens up today about her grief and how she's really been kind of going through it behind the scenes. And we'll get to it today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom. We do it every single day, and we're just thankful that you're here. Three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I got somewhat asked out by a 60, oh, she's 60, no, she's 59-year-old woman. What? Yesterday. Cooler. 59-year-old woman asked me out yesterday. Mm. And this story, this is completely true, by the way. I um, <laughs> I live, I live, most of the people that live in my complex are older people, you know, mm-hmm. I would say mostly retirees that live here. If you had to put it a general demographic on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was downstairs at the front desk and I was talking to the girl at the front desk. I don't even remember how the conversation came up because this was very unexpected, but I was talking to the girl at the front desk about how, listen, I'm not, I'm not marrying for love next time. I'm marrying for money. Uh, you know, just joking. And I forgot, I think it's because we were said we were tired of working or whatever. And we just need to like find somebody rich and da, 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 da. Well, from behind me, from over my left hand shoulder, she, this woman who I see, uh, all the time, um, uh-huh. she, she talks to me all the time and just in the building, uh-huh. um, she, she goes, I, I completely, uh, approve of that. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, we're not even talking to you. You know, like she's uh-huh. like sitting across the, across the room. Yeah. And I was like, I turned around. I was like, oh, haha. She was like, are you, uh, so you're not married? And I was like, no, I'm divorced. I've been divorced now for about three years. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I'm divorced twice. She's like, I really don't think it's, it's a terrible thing to marry for uh, for money. You know, it, it makes you feel more comfortable, especially if you enjoy the person. That's, you know, it's not not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. She was like, uh, were, you, are, were you serious about like finding somebody, you know, like that? And I was like, uh, and she was kind of joking, but like kind of, I couldn't really tell at this point. I'm still kind of laughing along because she's <laughs> 20 years my senior, you know? Yeah. Then she mentioned to me that her last boyfriend, well, she asked how old I was. She said, how old are you? I said, I'm, I'm 38. She was my last last boyfriend was 35 what and i was like oh my god like no what like what way. is happening right now and then yeah she's like yeah i, I always enjoy dating younger guys it's just no, it's, a, it's a lot no, of fun no and i'm like what is happening right now and she introduces herself and uh again like i i don't think i ever knew her name before um uh-huh. and then she was like here give me your number and at this point i was like i felt so uncomfortable like i didn't feel comfortable being like what like this woman's you know close to your age yeah so out of respect i'm like okay like uh, here's my number i thought like she could tell most of the time it was a joke and it wasn't until she said let me get your number wow did i like start to feel uncomfortable and i was like oh god like i don't even wow. know how to get out of this situation right now so i gave her my number now as of today time of recording at 4 40 uh i have not heard it from her or no like, my every time my phone rings i'm like uh, is it you uh, but like i live <laughs> 
in the same complex as her. It's not like I'm never going to see this woman again. I see her probably a couple times a week because she's uh-huh. always walking. She's got a little chihuahua too. And that's usually what we talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I, I feel really, I feel really uncomfortable with this situation. Um, I think and, uh, I met that woman walking the, Kiki. Kind, kind of skinny. Yes. Like short hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're walking, almost your age. Yeah. I was walking Kiki and she goes, Oh, hi, Kiki. Yeah. And she had her little chihuahua. Yeah, and I said, oh, one. you know, Kiki? She says, oh, yeah, we're good buddies. That's the one. Oh, my. Uh-uh. Last night, she 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 made her move. She made her move. Uh-uh. And uh, I don't know, Mom. What do you think? I've never I've never considered dating somebody 20 years older. You know? Do like, I I'm think almost, you should. <laughs> I'm almost wondering. <laughs> I'm almost wondering if it's a... Uh, if it's maybe something to try, you know, uh-uh. like if she asked me out, should I just at least, you know, give it a shot and see if it's, uh-uh. uh, if it's worth the time, you know, no, no not no. into it. <laughs> no, just no, just, just made me laugh, man. Uh-huh. Made me laugh to think. I mean, oh I, I, people gosh. do it. I know. People do know it, you know, do. like. Listen, I don't want a daughter-in-law that's almost my age. <laughs> no, thank you. Would you rather have a daughter-in-law that was 58 or 18? Ooh. Would you rather me go, go up 20 years or down 20 years? Oh, oh, well. Hmm. 59 years know. old, though. 50, that's never happened to me. That's not a good – I mean, there's no good, there's no good option there. Women, <laughs> like, in their, in their young 40s. Mm-hmm. Talk to me sometime. But I don't think yeah. I've had anybody over 45 show interest in me ever. So yeah. now I'm sitting here. And I'm like, every time I'm literally just like watching my phone constantly <laughs> to see, like, is she going to call me? Like, well, you should put her down as a contact as Cougar. Well, I don't have her number. She's my number. Oh, so I don't oh, know. I mean, I never answer my phone. I don't know the number anyway, but now right. I'm like, how am I going to get out of this? Because I, <laughs> I see her literally all the time. Mm. So I don't know. I'll keep you posted mm. if she, uh, that's a riot. <laughs> if she calls me. And then also, like, what in the world am I supposed to say to that? You know, if she mm. does call. I don't even know. Like, well, the next that- time I come out there and I'm walking Kiki and I see her, I'll say, You leave my son alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell her I got remarried. Too, he's much too young for you. I'm going to have to be seen with a female around here just so I can I'll invite <laughs> Jess over. That's right. Introduce her as my fiance or something, you know? <laughs> bad what was the story you were telling me about about john and his underwear no not john oh i was like i was confused earlier my mom said she had a funny story for the podcast no no no, not john what happened it was it was a neighbor at maggie's house okay so So that's my sister yeah and they live in condos and she works downstairs sometimes in the dining room yeah which faces the parking lot and she can see everything going on for about hmm Probably 15 apartments, right? Yeah. And so she was telling, you know, stories about she's figured out what their schedule is and where they may work and blah, blah, blah. Just like you and your neighbor across the way, the doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, the doctor moved. Oh, he did? He did. He moved like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now. So I've got a new guy. I don't don't think they're scandalous. I'm I'm actually looking at their house right now. It's uh, Hmm. not a lot going on over there. Oh, too bad. Anyway, she said one day <laughs> she was sitting there and it was kind of late in the day and this guy walked out and taking the trash in his boxer shorts with his clogs on and a soccer jacket that was unzipped with no shirt. 
<laughs> I, oh, said, uh, I said, that's a pretty relaxed neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I, You know what? Every now and then I'll go out on my balcony in my underwear and not really think much of it. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know why it doesn't bother me. I mean, really the, I guess, I guess a lot of people can see up here, but, um, I don't know. I just, it doesn't, it just doesn't, doesn't phase me sometimes. Like I just don't really think twice about it. Yeah. Because um, sometimes I just don't want to go back and put on pants, you know, I'm just like, I'm but just running outside really quick. But you wouldn't walk down your hall to your trash bin. No, no, I wouldn't, underwear. I wouldn't walk out, no. of, out of the place. No, uh, that, that no. probably wouldn't happen. Just no. remember those people that you're watching across the way can also watch you. Yeah, I know. But my, <laughs> my theory is, and this, I know this is like a crazy, stupid theory, but go with me here because I um, uh, think that like most of the people that live around here are old, right? Again, like they're mostly mm-hmm. old people. And so I'm feeling like, like they can't see <laughs> as well as I can see. Yeah. Oh. And so like if I'm out here in my underwear, they probably wouldn't know, like recognize it, you know? <laughs> Even though I, like, have fr- really I have a friend. Think twice about it. Yeah. I have a friend that's 80 and she bought a condo in town Yeah, when she was about, hmm. 72 or three. Right. And she chose one on the fifth floor that overlooked the pool. Okay. So she could look at all the hunky guys down there all day. <laughs> She's how old? <laughs> she was about 72. Lord, what is wrong with y'all? This y'all, y'all cougars need to chill for a second. <laughs> I went over there and I said, oh gosh. I said, do you have a nice view of the pool? Yeah, she said. Yeah, I wanted you, this one because a lot of young guys live here. What's and wrong they with are y'all? Punks. Can y'all leave <laughs> us alone. Like y'all give y'all give men such a hard time, you know. But I swear, women are so much more. What's the word? Just crazy. Just dirty crazy. minded than we are. Just like <laughs> you know. Well, not all women, but some women. Well, on uh, a, a more uh, not not so perverse uh, note here for a second, uh, I, I want to get serious because today is the the one month anniversary of your of your friend Joel passing. Yes. And you had mentioned that you've kind of been struggling the last couple of weeks doing the podcast. And I can tell like I can just mm-hmm. you don't really bring the same oomph you have, which is mm-hmm. which is fine. It makes it a little more challenging. But like I understand. Right. Like, I've, yeah. I, sometimes when you're going through hard stuff, it's like it's it, this is podcasts and radio shows and everything else are fun when things are good, but when things are hard, it's it's almost like it amplifies it, right? Because you mm-hmm. feel like you've got to be you got to be on and everything else. I guess I didn't realize how bad you were struggling yeah. with everything. So yeah, talk to me about that. Well, you know, for a, about at least three weeks, um, for about since a week, about a week after he died. I have really just not been myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had the same energy. I haven't had the same um, desire to do things. Right. And I noticed it like when I would come on the podcast and, you know, that my energy was just zapped, mm-hmm. just like there was nothing there. And, um, and I started feeling like, wow, well, maybe – Maybe this is depression. You know, I've never really suffered from depression, but I started thinking maybe this is depression. And then one day I was like, duh, what is wrong with me? This is grief. Yeah. This is the grief of losing someone that was so near and dear to my heart. Right. And um, 
it took a lot of um, energy to care for him and love him and his family um, the way that I was honored to do in his last days. Right. Um, but yeah, and I felt I felt really tired. You know, I've still been exercising and everything, and and I just couldn't figure out what was off. I was just off. Right. And now today, I am starting to feel more like myself. Like one month and one mm-hmm. month in past yeah. uh, his passing. Yeah. You know, that's and, it's. Uh, I think to be understandable. You know, um, oh, I think sure. anybody. And what surprises me is that you're like, you've never felt depression before. You know, mm-hmm. like that. You you've dealt with so much loss in your life. In case you don't know, my mom lost her mom um, mm-hmm. at age. 17, 17, yeah, mm-hmm. 17. I mean, that's a, that's a big loss and mm-hmm. you've lost, I mean, I feel like you deal with death a lot. So that's why I'm kind of surprised mm-hmm. that you, I always felt like you, it didn't really affect you that hard mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you've kind of been around it so much, even professionally, you know, with mm-hmm. the church and. Of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I have. Yeah. So do you, it's, think, it's do you wonder of- why that like, like maybe this is affecting you more so than maybe another one? Oh, I, yes, I think it has to do with my age, too, that knowing that, you know, at, at age 68, I mean, all our days are numbered, but, you know, how how will my life end, right? Mm-hmm. It makes you really start to ponder that. And what are the things that I want to do and need to do mm-hmm. in the last years of my life? Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of that kind of thinking and yeah, and you know, going to the assisted living home and wondering to myself, you know, where will I live at age ninety? Right. You know, I, I think it's just it's really triggered a lot of different things for me. Um, mm. So, yeah, but I'm I'm happy to say that I'm feeling better today because on Saturday I'm gathering with all of his immediate family, his. Um, children, his grandchildren, and his great-grandchildren, which with their spouses is about 50 people. Mm-hmm. And we're all gathering at his son's house um, to just have a have a nice gathering and tell Joel's stories and yeah. be together. So I'm really glad that I'm not feeling as melancholy as I have, right? you know, over well, the past few weeks. We, we, we deal, we've dealt with grief a lot on this podcast, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, kind of a big chapter of this podcast has been me grieving certain things mm-hmm. and kind of watching the uh, experience and sharing that experience. And, you know, that's why, you know, yesterday when you had brought this up, it was, I, I, I felt like you maybe at first didn't really want to talk about it, but I feel like it is important for us to talk about, you know, it's it important is. for us to have these kind of conversations because so many people grieve in silence and then it mm-hmm. almost makes it worse when you're like, why do I still feel this way? You know, or I didn't right. expect to feel this way or, yeah. I mean, that's why we talk about triggers on the podcast, how things can trigger you months, years later and like mm-hmm. what to do with that, you know, and mm-hmm. the grieving, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm still grieving a lot of, a lot of things that happened in San Diego, you know? And so yes. I think it's okay to like, give yourself that space, yeah. give yourself that space to grieve and, uh, just thanks for talking about it because I know it's um, there's somebody I'm sure listening that feels not so isolated with their grief now, knowing that there's 
you know, somebody mm-hmm. else that's, that's going through it. Cause death, that's a hard thing. But it you know, I, I told you, you're going to outlive me. I'm going <laughs> to live to be 150. <laughs> well, so. I pray not. <laughs> like, do you, when did those thoughts start? Like, start with you like when did you start to think like you know i'm not gonna be was it was it when, when joel passed was that the first time you you thought about like your oh, own death no 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 certainly not but i i think just witnessing him dying and being there through that process kind of um slapped me in the face with a dose of reality you know mm-hmm. because the way that he died would was not the way that he wanted to die how did and, he want to die? Well, he would have liked to die like all of us in his sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but what he did not want is to be bedridden. Right. In a in a nursing home, mm-hmm. which he was not in a nursing home. Right. He was in a very nice assisted living facility. But I'm sure those walls look the same to him. Mm-hmm. And um, even so, you know, he, he really, I mean, he died peacefully. And it's interesting because just a few days before he died, he asked um, one of his family members to take a picture of his face. And, um, and they did. And they all thought that was so curious that he wanted a picture taken. You know, well, why did he? Well, I think now, and, and they didn't know. They, you know, they said, why? And he said, just take my picture. But when I look at that picture, he has got such a peaceful look on his face. Mm-hmm. And I think that he wanted them to remember him being at peace. Oh. You know, because he couldn't, he couldn't really communicate the last two to three weeks. Right. And I, I th- and it was during that time that he asked them to take that picture, and I was so happy that his his daughter shared that with me, right? Because you can see the peace in his eyes, right? And I think that that's the message, you right. know, when you look at him, he doesn't look in distress, he doesn't look sad, he looks very calm and very much at peace with himself. See, and so that's you got to give you some some relief too. Oh you know? yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, then you know. Hopefully, if you're obviously, I love you, and um, mm. I'm sad. This ha- you know. I mean, mm. it's. I know it's blah, but you can say all the typical things. There's mm. nothing really great to say right now. Then I love you because. Mm. Oh, it's just a part of life. It doesn't make it any easier. You know, it doesn't make it any. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I'm not sad anymore. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, I just, I don't know. I hope that uh, somebody else listening, they'll get something from this and just, Mm -hmm. you know, and just know that it's okay. And it it may not, may not take a month or six months or, you know, some people say they never get over the death of their parents. You know, I'm, that's something Mm -hmm. I'm terrified of too. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Like, Ugh, it just makes well, me freak out I when think I think about it. What's so interesting about grief and, and my experience and, and others with it is that yeah. you grieve people differently yeah, based on uh, your connection to them, for one, right. but then also your connection to yourself and to God where you are spiritually mm. at the time. Yeah. Um, so I'm just I'm surprised I didn't recognize it in myself sooner. Yeah. You know, well, it's, you but, know, 
I don't think you can fault yourself for that either, but, um, well, thank you for sharing that. Mm. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Love you. I love you, darling. Um, we are going to get to our quote for today now. Okay. It's from Marianne Williamson. One of my favorites. Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That quote came to mind today as I was thinking about how I feel like I'm coming back to myself. Right. Um, you want to talk a little closer to the mic, Mom? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But we, we really do have so many good and wonderful things yeah. in our lives that bring us joy. I mean, having dinner last night with Maggie and John and Brian and Aunt um, it was great. It brought me great joy to be with them. Yeah. Um, especially now that, you know, I was thinking, well, we can get out like everyone else, get out and enjoy the world. And now, whoops, nope, not yeah. so much. Right. Um, so well, I yeah. think that too. So these, I think these topics are a little uh, contradictory. So I think it's mm-hmm. kind of important to bring up both of them really quick because when you're in grief, you know, let, let yourself be there for a minute, you know, like you got to get it out of your system. And I always yes. say like, like things are going to come out one way or another yes. and you can either do them naturally or you can wait till they manifest later on in life, you know, in, in, yeah. in a different way that has nothing to do with maybe even what you're grieving or angry or sad or anxious about in the first place. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I always hate the concept of, Oh, well just, just look around for what makes you happy. You'll be happy. Like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. Like I'm working on that right now. Because yeah. there are so many things that I um, that I do, I I genuinely enjoy. You right. know, like there's a lot a lot of things going my way right now. Right. But I spend a lot of time in the what I don't have versus what I do have. So I've been really mm-hmm. trying. My drive to work now is pretty much dedicated to first thing in the morning, like getting my mind straight with all the great things that I've got going in my life right now. And it's a great mm-hmm. way to start the day. I really oh, like it. It's been really good. Absolutely. Um, but don't let that don't let that be a band aid for grief. You know, mm-hmm. like don't let don't feel like if you if you need to be sad, like be sad. Right. Like allow yourself to be sad, but just don't let yourself stay there forever. You got to eventually yeah. move on and get out of it. But I promise yes. you, if you don't handle it the first time, that comes with any human emotion. You know. Yes. It's it's not going to be good. Like it's not. You're. you're I promise you. I've seen it in my own life. Like yes. Oh, I just got to push this down. But eventually yes. like it comes back and you deal mm-hmm. with it, you know, like mm-hmm. I think the reason that, that San Diego hit me so hard was because I didn't really deal with it there towards the end. I was so focused on yes. finding a job, yes. you know, getting situated, mm-hmm. like getting my life put together that mm-hmm. I just didn't even really think about it. You know, I didn't really think right. I didn't have time to really like, like let myself, I just, I wanted, and then when I got here and things started to like, it got quiet, you know, mm-hmm. and I was by myself. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I really spent a lot of the last year kind of grieving a lot of that stuff, you know, that I never yes. really did because I didn't have time. I didn't, I didn't allow myself, which, okay. I think I, I, I even think that was an okay thing to do because I needed, I, I didn't need to grieve in that moment, you know, like I didn't need to, but it still showed back up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's still, still reared its ugly head again. So yes. just keep that in mind. Look for the positive things. There's great things going on in your life. This yes. is my this is my viewpoint on it. Uh, but at the same time, 
you also got to let yourself feel those human emotions one yeah. way or another. You can either choose when you want to do it or your, your body, your life's going <laughs> to choose it for you. Right. right. So mm-hmm. it's a good way to kind of tie those two together. Right. Yeah. Do, you agree, do you agree to that mom? Do you agree to that? Cause I mean, I feel like we do oh. so many quotes and you hear you go on Instagram, so many memes of like, just be happy. Just be happy. I got to be happy. Yes. Notice all the good things in your life. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, absolutely. I, I do believe that grief is a process and that we need to allow ourselves time to go through the process. Yeah. But I also believe that there is joy in every day. And, you know, if you are feeling like I was thinking that I might be going into a depression, right? Yeah. Um, But if you do feel blue, you know, think of the things that are good in your life. I mean, even the things around Joel's death. I mean, there there were a lot of good things about it. Sure. A lot of good things. So, Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to ask my mom. She thinks she's ruined her kids' lives. Uh, so, <laughs> and I don't know. Honestly, mom, this situation sounds a little bit like Nancy Yancey circa I probably know. I 89. This one. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, uh, we'll get to it here in a couple. I'm really curious what all the parents have to say about this one. So, hang on. <laughs> hang tight for that. Don't forget, it's a 14, up to 14 free meal week from our friends over at HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and they they send all this stuff right to you, y'all. They send everything you need to prepare to get dinner on the table in 20 minutes, about 20 minutes or less. That's really cool, right? Um, you, that's, that's how HelloFresh works. You're busy. It's the fall. The kids are back in school. So every week, HelloFresh Fresh offers 50 menu items and market items that choose from. And, uh, it's got vegetarian meals. It's got the calorie smart meals. It's got extra special gourmet options. There's something for everybody to enjoy with recipes designed and tasted by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity and the fall harvest is officially on at HelloFresh. you can count on the seasonal recipes like the pumpkin cinnamon rolls and the friends giving ready sides as well as fresh high quality ingredients that travel from the farm to your front door in about a less than a week it is 30 percent cheaper than going to your grocery store and we're giving you 14 free meals like this is a steal when these weeks come around i'm always like please take advantage of this. Don't let this offer pass you by. Cause I don't know they, they happen maybe once every other month we get an offer like this. Mm-hmm. So make sure you do it. Uh, my mom is a huge fan of HelloFresh. My sister does it as well. And, uh, I think that you and your family would really benefit from it as well. Plus you're saving money. You know, that's what, that, what all, that's like my number one priority in life is saving money. Saving so go to HelloFresh.com slash 14 Kramer <laughs> and use the code 14 Kramer for up to 14 free meals including free shipping. It is HelloFresh.com slash 14 Kramer. That's one four Kramer and use the code uh, 14 Kramer for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Uh, it's, uh, it's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, ask my mom in just a couple of seconds. We're gonna. She's wondering if she's ruined her kid's life at this point. And mom, you can maybe give the future. I feel like you're the ghost oh, of Christmas future. Yeah, exactly. And if she doesn't change her ways now, this is uh, she's gonna be doing a 
podcast with her son one day. So she'd really shape up, shape up, you know, uh, before we do so- hello certified fans. Thank you so much for what you do. And that is supporting our podcast. I appreciate y'all so much. My hundreds of y'all now that do this, it's a, it's humbling sometimes when I really think about it. When I go, I, and I have to like really scroll through the list to get down to our certain numbers, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's humbling. It's real. And it's humbling the right word. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. No, humble. Humbling is like what? That's like when, that's like when something's bad, right? Maybe I'm not thinking humbling. I'm thinking, um, <laughs> I'm sorry you cut out on me. What's the word I'm looking for, mom? I don't know. I, what's I, the word I'm looking for here? I don't oh, know. Hum- I, it's not humbling. There's so many certified fans. What's the, what's that term? It's not humbling. It's what? You're great. You're full of gratitude. It's yeah. Humbling. I guess. Yeah. yeah I don't humbling. Know. Is it humbling? Cause humbling. I feel like it's bad. Like, Oh, it's so humbling that oh, I only have blah, no. blah, blah, blah. You, like, you feel humble because you're so honored. Okay. Then yeah, so that's honored. how I feel. That's yeah. the emotion that I feel. Yeah. That one right there. That's it. Uh, so we, uh, when you, when you want to join, when you become a certified fan, super appreciative of you. You can always just text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Uh, it's, it's $5 a month. We try to give you perks back for doing so, blah, blah, blah. The, one of the most p- the, um, coveted things though, is the, the whoop whoop that you get on the <laughs> podcast. You get a whole episode dedicated to you and you get a, you get a shout out. So, uh, we, today we got a brand new certified fan. I was bummed yesterday because we, we gained one, but we lost two. And now yeah. I was like, okay, we're getting, we're getting a brand new one today. Yeah. Kelly S Kelly S okay. who lives in Cape Coral, Florida. Wow. that. That's awesome. I don't even know where Cape, Cape Coral, Florida is. But, I don't um, either, but it sounds like a great place. I don't know how you found our podcast, uh, Kelly, but we would love to invite you to our certified fans page. Come tell us your story. Enjoy your exclusive discount on merch when you join. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, thanks for being a part of this uh, this little radio family that we're building over here. Mom, uh, this episode is dedicated to Kelly S. And here is your okay. official whoop whoop, Kelly S. Yes. Whoop. Whoop to Kelly S. So awesome. There you go. And before we move on from certified fans, I want to give a shout out to a wonderful certified fan who just celebrated her 80th birthday yesterday. Friend of our family. She's known Kramer since the day he was born. Um, And that is to Ida, our friend Ida. I couldn't shout out yesterday because her daughter gave her a zoom birthday party did you do that yeah it was awesome so much fun it was so much fun she sent she sent us a little birthday kit and we had the little blow things in the party (laughs) and we had little notes that we could write that you know said what we loved most about her and we all held those up and there were probably 30 of us 30 of us on that zoom it was fun was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. I love so that. happy birthday. Happy, well, I had a happy birthday. Uh, happy yeah. birthday. We're having an internet <laughs> problem, so I'm not sure my mom's still talking or not. Oh. Um we're having technical issues today with, with our internet. So I, I don't know if you finished or not. Um, but I had a happy birthday. Thank you so much for all your support. She's been a big big supporter since I was a baby. That's so, right. Thank you, thank you. Still here. How about that? That's, That's a real right. certified fan since birth. Got it. So thank you for that. All right, let's get to our um, our Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment we do. And if you ever want to be on it, you can always email me, thatguycramer at gmail.com. 
And uh, yeah, would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if you ever want to get something that's kind of going through your brain where you're like, I don't really want to ask my friends this or my family. I feel kind of embarrassed. And maybe it's not like a professional help, better help kind of issue. Uh, you can always email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com. And then we turn to you and we're like, hey, okay, who's got advice on this? Who's been in a situation like this that we can uh, help support the other people around us, right? So, all right, mom, without further ado. Okay. Here is a... Uh, Here is our Ask My Mom for today. Okay. I've ruined my kids and need to fix it. (laughs) Not totally or anything. They're still redeemable, but I have no idea how to do it. Up until now, I've been doing all my kids' chores. They don't do anything to help out, and it has to change before it's too late. Actually, even saying my kids have chores is a stretch. They don't. I just randomly ask them to do things, and they kind of wander off. And 20 minutes later, I ask them again to clean up their mess. Then I get busy again, and 20 minutes after that, I notice it still isn't done. After a full day at work, the last thing I want to do is spend my evenings badgering my children. And it's easier just to do it for them. (laughs) I had chores growing up, and if it didn't get done... I didn't get an allowance and sometimes got punished, but my kids and their friends do nothing. I've raised them to think mom and dad do the cleaning. My bad, I know. So I need help. How do I make this happen? Do I bribe them, threaten them, put up a chart and give them points or stickers for getting things done, then let them redeem the stickers for a reward? Help me. (laughs) Lord oh, mercy. Oh boy. Well, mom. Well, I should turn that segment's back to title you. and ask my mom, so we'll start with you. Um and <laughs> yeah. I know that you said this uh, this topic hits close to home. So I mean, I I didn't give my kids chores either and y'all have heard me talk about that before. I have no idea how old your children are. It makes me think that they're young. If you're talking about a chart with stickers, so it's never too young to start, and I would start any way I could, as soon as I could, to make that happen. Well, why, and why do you say that? Well, because you all grew up not knowing how to take care of yourselves, <laughs> not the basic life <laughs> skills, not knowing how to change the beds. It's bad. Clean it's bad. the bathroom, yeah, mop man, the my, floors. My cleaning, my cleaning woman just came today. Cook. $80 down the drain, just like that, because <laughs> my mama didn't teach me nothing. From? I should start billing you when I got to send people out here. <laughs> yeah, my meals come from meal prep because okay. my mom never taught me how to cook. So <laughs> this is the future. This is the future of your blaming. child if you don't shape up. Yeah. At some point, though, you have to stop blaming your parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can. I'm just going to bill you. I'm just going to start billing you for all this stuff. Every time I got to... Eat one of these overpriced, you know, pre-made meals. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. because <laughs> my mama didn't teach me. I can't even do Hello Fresh. My no. mama didn't even teach me how to put ingredients in a pan. Woe is me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my mom. Yeah, you've talked about that a lot. I, honestly, the, the internet's so bad today. I'm not sure we're, we're having a hard time hearing each other. Um, but I, uh, I, my my thing is, I don't know. I I I came up from from two different schools of learning and being motivated to do things, right? I had the the Nancy Yancey side, which was just everybody feel good and be happy. 
But then I also had the Jimmy Mack side, which is basically <laughs> like, do what you're told or you're going to get a spanking, you know? No. Um, he didn't spank I, you. I don't know. It, it's funny. I Oh, he did. He spanked he me. And if not, it was at least, it was at, at, at the very least a verbal spanking. Oh, yeah, oh. I got spanked a couple of times. But oh. I would say it was more often a verbal spanking or like, yeah. a, oh, my God, what's dad going to do if I don't? Yeah. If I don't do this, you know, yeah. like, oh, uh, this is this is going to be risky, be really scary, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't. How is the best way to discipline your kids? I mean, uh, I, it's funny because I've, I've got a friend and she's got she's got two kids and she swears by the only reward good behavior uh-huh. like give that like, like you're talking about doing a sticker chart blah 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 uh-huh. i don't know man i maybe i'm old school like this but i i think i'm still from the school of the kids got to be disciplined too like you got and i don't have kids right so this is somebody that's completely ignorant of the situation but allow me to <laughs> give you my two cents am i right though like i feel like kids have got to feel consequences when things don't happen mm-hmm. like when you're not doing your obviously your kids aren't doing your chores probably because you're 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 and, and I, I know her she's very nice um you, you you may be nancy yancy part two over here though you know <laughs> and the last thing that you want is another steven yancy rolling around in this world <laughs> you know like look at Jermaggy. Mm-hmm. Jermaggy is very uh not self-sufficient at times right like uh wow. brian brian's pretty self-sufficient I would oh, say me yeah. and Maggie are not very self-sufficient, though, right? Well, can you agree to that, as, Mom? Maybe not as much as Brian, but okay, <laughs> yeah. And what do you think the difference is? Why do you think that is? Well, number one, Brian was the oldest kid, right? Right. Brian's also a different type of personality. He wanted to to do things, and you know, took pride in helping out and doing chores, and you know. And y'all, right. y'all just wanted to play. Yeah. And be happy. That's right. Hang out with your friends. That's it. Uh-huh. I ain't got time for all these silly chores. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, I am, and I'd be curious to hear parents' reactions to this because I'm curious if you which way do you discipline? Are you a I only reward the good thing, which I think is like the new way of parenting. Yes. Or do you discipline when they're bad? Like, you know, and that's what she's asking, you know, at the end of this email, I don't have pulled up again right now, but she asked a question about, you know, basically do I, um, yeah, she know, said, she says, um, do I bribe them, threaten yeah. them, put up a chart and give them points or stickers for getting things done, things done. Yeah. Then let yeah. them redeem the stickers for a reward. So like, which side are you on? Are you on like a threaten or are you on like a reward basis? Because I swear if I ever have kids, I'm going to be on the threaten part. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I swear to you, if you don't get those gosh dang chores done. Oh my gosh. I hope I live long enough to have your grandkids. Yeah. They're going to be so good. Oh they're they're, they're going to do all their chores. They're going to be scared of me. They're going to be scared of me. Tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a tough guy over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-Kramer8. Parents, what do you think? Honestly, which, which way is the better way? Is it to reward or is it to discipline from your experience? Do you think you get more one way or the other? Um, 888-Kramer8. Let's get some phone calls going about that for today. And mom, I guess that's it for you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, that's going to do it for today. Sorry, I mean, not not sorry, but uh, it was kind of all over the place. We laughed a lot. We, I mean, we did what we said we were going to do. Live, laugh, love your mom. So there we go. I feel accomplished. Big show on the way tomorrow for Friday. Just thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the phone calls, text messages, interactions on social. 888-Kramer8. Call me. I want to talk to you. Hear you on the podcast. Have a great Thursday. I will see you back here tomorrow for Jimmy Mack on Friday's show. Hi, Kramer. This is Lisa from Goodyear, Arizona, certified fan 377. Woo woo, my own. Anyways, I'm calling today because of our August audit. Now, I've been participating and doing some self-reflection and thinking of the things that I can audit or get rid of out of my life that I don't need, the negativity, the toxic relationships. And what struck me today was mom's um, content, the mom tent. I kind of think after hearing everything mom and Nancy had to say that I might be the toxic one. I might have some of those passive aggressive traits that she was talking about. And I just got to say thank you, Mom and Nancy, for that because it kind of made me do some self-realization and that maybe during this August audit, I need to look at more of myself and things about me that maybe are negative or toxic or maybe not quite so toxic traits because I think I'm a good person, but maybe we need to look at ourselves as well. And I just wanted to, to say that thank you. Mama Nancy, as always, your words of wisdom do wonders for us, but it really, really made me stop and think about, holy crap, am I a toxic person? And I am now going to take these last few weeks of August and maybe do some auditing of my own self. So again, great show. Love you guys. Um, thanks for making us think. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.